welcome back to another episode of CATV Tech Talk. <laughs> I don't even want to do it. Like, fuck it, Jesse. Just do it. What's, what are we doing today? On call. Fucking on call. I'm not even on call anymore. This is like fucking Drew's little whiny bitch part two of fucking last week's episode because fucking I think you were the whiniest bitch in the metrics episode, but you're getting whinier as we go. Yeah, because they keep getting fucking shittier. Nobody, I mean, you just fucking see on call, dude, just when that, you know what was the worst was when you had a meeting on Wednesday and you had no fucking idea it was your week for on call and your fucking name popped up on that board. It was like, I don't, I don't know. It was like somebody took my balls away from me. Well, what sucked, man? Like when I was a, a service tech, I I ran call every eight weeks, so that wasn't a big deal, right? Like eight weeks, once every eight weeks, that ain't a big deal. But no. whenever I was a system tech, I had it every two weeks, so every other week I was on call. Which, oh, and I feel like that's super. Sh- that was almost more shitty, dude. It was horrible because as a maintenance tech, I feel like. I hate saying I feel like maintenance techs get called out a lot more than or at least the what I am familiar with. I feel like techs. Oh, my God. Maintenance techs got called out a lot more than text did. Oh, yeah. Well, it affects more people. Yeah. Like, you know, like the big the biggest thing that like for me was like as a service tech. When I was on call, I, if I got called out, it was usually to a business and it was usually a phone or an Internet issue. If it was a business TV issue, they didn't even send you out. But if it was something that was they couldn't do their work with the internet or they didn't have phone service to take calls from customers or something, they made that a priority. And that makes sense, right? To me, that makes yeah. sense. Like now, I have been called out as a service tech for a fucking drop down in a shitty ass trailer for somebody that was just pissed off. I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago, where people are just pissed off and oh, I'm gonna raise hell until you send somebody here to fix my shit. I got to watch soap operas at two o'clock tomorrow and fucking, you know, my Playboy channel. I have nothing to jack off to at 2 a.m. So, you know, that shit can wait, but, you know, it depends on how well, much fucking people... if Comcast didn't fucking cap the four poor assholes data, you maybe you'd fucking have Pornhub. Not if it's drops on the ground, you dumbass. Fucking God damn it. No fucking X- <laughs> Xfinity Wi-Fi. You can fucking use up your neighbor's fucking internet caps. Yeah, I never did that. I, I heard you could. I never fucked with it. But no, like, but as a system tech, like, most of the time you get called out, like, mainly, mainly it's just outages. And most of the time it, it's pretty easy to find because, like, if you got, like, say you're at the corner of 2nd and Sycamore Street. Well, if everything on 2nd oh, Street yeah, right on, down there by the fucking 7-Eleven. Yeah, it, motherfucker. It's like know? three miles down from the CVS. Yeah, Jay and Silent Bob hang out out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, if you look and all the modems past, like, 615 um, Sycamore Streets off, you know it's right there behind that first, like, somewhere right there at that last active feeding those address. Yeah, so we had, like, what is it, Watchtower? Did you use Watchtower? Watchtower, yeah, I did. Yeah, use that's Watchtower. what I, I remember. Watchtower, and I remember seeing that on there, which that was fucking. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it kind of narrowed it down for you, so you didn't have to like go amp to amp to amp to amp to amp to amp, like trying to find voltage and signal. And so, okay, I got it here, got it leaving. Let's go to the next one. Blah blah blah. So that that was okay. Now the shit that sucked is when you get called out and it was a noise outage. And now most noise outages were pretty easy because like. 
you know, it's just like tracking anything like, like in a house, it's just a bigger, it's just bigger. Right. You know, in a house you kind of isolate it and then you work back and figure out what's causing it. Right. Yeah. Same difference. Like you, you plug, start and start at the node, plug in, see which leg it's coming off of and start tracking that leg out. Well, the problem is for me, like this is the worst, worst on call I ever had was I was in a system now there's upstream cards in the head end. Well, each node should be on its own upstream card. Well, the problem is in this scenario, there was four nodes on one card. They had combined them. I don't know how that shit works because I'm not a head end tech, but I was in node two. I remember this. It's two o'clock in the morning and I'm, and they're telling me node two is out. Well, I have no, everything in the whole nodes offline and I can't figure out why. Now there's only like 30 modems in this node. So there's a little small area. But you look at path track and everything's flat. So you're like, what the fuck is the problem? And I, it took like two hours for me to get a hold of a supervisor who knew that these were combined. He goes, oh, yeah, it's combined with seven, nine and whatever. Right. I forgot. Well, anyway, I started looking up the other nodes. Well, node seven's got a hump that's like fucking huge right in the middle of the carriers. It's like there's no way nothing's going to talk back. So I go over there and start tracking it out. And I finally track. Now, this is in the middle of the night. It's like four in the morning by this point, four or five. It's almost daylight. By the time I tracked it down to this fucking old ass house, this old ass brick house that's like literally sitting by itself, it looks haunted. And I put, when I pulled the drop off of that tap, it was a terminating tap. So I pulled that drop off that terminating tap and, the, and I had my computer in the bucket and that big hump just goes flat. And I was like, Jesus Christ. I didn't, I cut the connector off the drop. I didn't even hook it back up. I just zip tied it to the strand <laughs> and I put a, I put an orange tag on it and I wrote on there, do not fucking hook up again. <laughs> and, God, holy and, shit, dude. But then, you know, I had to call in and I put an SRO in for him to fix it or whatever, but I was out all night, but I didn't know that these were combined nodes. I didn't understand that. I was new at it. Really. I didn't understand. Yeah. So it took. That's so I was crazy. sitting there for two hours looking at this and not knowing where to start or where to go because I'd already been to the node. It's clean on all four legs, and no two. But it wasn't no two that was a problem. But node seven was knocking no two off. So I'm like, what the fuck? It just didn't make any sense. Now the only upside to on call at all is you get paid, right? <laughs> the week that you're on call. You get paid the daily whatever, and then you get paid like time and a half or whatever if you get called out. That's great because like I've said before, remember what I said in recognition? The only thing we fucking want is some money. If you're going to make me work at 2 o'clock in the fucking morning, you better fucking pay me. So mm -hmm. that's, that is the absolute only good thing. Here's a fucking true story, and I hope everybody loves this. I was fucking my girlfriend, and that phone started going off. And I wasn't about to stop because I didn't give a fuck whose internet didn't work at 3 a.m. And I continued. Oh. And then it rang again. And then it rang again. And then it rang again. And it rang again to the point where I'm like, fuck. So then I it just kind of like, sorry, baby, I got to go. So I got up, put my pants on. I was already in a bad fucking mood. Blue balls. You know what? And you know what it was? They, somebody called in and said there was a pole on the ground. So they called me and wanted me to see if our cable was on the ground. I'm like, are you fucking serious? So I drove 45 minutes to go see a fucking old little bump pole next to a trailer laying on the ground. Poor Our feet are wasn't on the ground. Middle of, middle of having sex and you got stuck with a bump pole. 
yeah, dude. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh I was so God. pissed off. I drove back, and then that was like the greatest anger bang of my life. I'm just throwing that out there. But uh, anyway, moving on. <laughs> That's the only only upside, though, is that they pay you. There is no other upside to on-call. Nobody wants to fucking do it. It sucks. The only reason, the only thing that's good about it is they pay you more. And that check at the end of the week is usually a lot better. But having, let's go into the downsides now. I was going to say, because I don't even have a fucking upside. I mean, I, I hate telling this to everybody who's listening, but we sit down before every episode and we make a little list of everything we want to talk about and go over. And we try to be optimistic and say positives and negatives and be kind of hippie. So all those crazy, crunchy liberals won't fucking write us letters. But <laughs> it, it sucked. Um, I fucking hated it. I knew guys who literally paid people to take their on call for them. I, I, yeah. Let's just go on right call. to downside on call. That's, yeah, it, that's number one downside on fucking call. It's just on call and it sucks. Well, what sucked for me is like, like I said before, as a service tech, I could handle every eight weeks or whatever, right? But fuck, man, every other week, like I had a week that you get off work, you go home, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. You can go, okay, it's the weekend. I'm gonna go to fucking you know Gatlinburg or I'm gonna go do go some fucking where, right? I can't imagine right now, like, especially like, you know, I talk about my son sometimes. We go different places to wrestle, right? Yeah. There's no fucking way. Yeah. I could, you can't leave your little circle and they're paying you to basically sit there just in case something happens. Fuck that. I hated it so much. In my opinion, too, the amount of money that you would get paid for it, I want to say it was like $15 on a day that you worked and $30 on a day off. It fucking was not worth to me 30 fucking dollars a day to be I strapped think, to my phone and not being able to leave my area. Yeah, man. Like, it, you know, I only made $150 a week as a system tech to stay in my area all week long. I can't go very far. If I do and they call and I ain't there, I get in deep shit. You know, they give you a time limit on how long you got to fix it which is fucking super stressful, dude. You know, especially, and that counts as your drive time. So if you're an hour away and you get two hours to fix it, when you get there, you got an hour to fix it. You're like, dude, sometimes it takes longer than that. There's, there's factors. So like, fuck, it sucked. There's, there's nothing good about it. Like it, the, the little bit of money, you know, it's good when they pay that time and a half and that 150 bucks, especially whenever, you know, like when I was a system tech, I didn't make shit compared to what a lot of these guys make. So yeah, to me, I thought I was rich for a week, but I really wasn't. I just had a little breathing room, but it wasn't worth the bullshit you go through for it. And that's why I sit here and just go, there was fucking zero upside to it. From the time I started as a tech to the time I fucking quit, on-call changed so drastically. When I first started working for Comcast, I took on call constantly as much as I possibly could. Because like you said, it was all about the money. Honestly, that fucking dwindled so quick. On call changed. I don't know how if it changed for you guys or if it's evolved in other companies. When I worked for Comcast, when I just, just started, on call was only used for down drops or phone out of service. That was it. If your internet was out, we'll see you tomorrow. If your TV was out, we'll see you tomorrow. If your phone was out and you were a little old lady, 
they would send us out there. Um, but even the phone jobs, they tried very hard to go next day. It's very rare you'd even get one. I only ever got called out for down lines. Dude, when I left Comcast, actually, no, I can't say that. Hold on, because I don't even want to talk about that part yet. I want to say about a year, maybe a year and a half before I left Comcast, I was getting called for fucking full roots. Full in the, roots. In the middle I of the would, night? No. If I would, my schedule was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday. So I had Thursday, Friday, Sundays off. On-call rotation for me started on a Wednesday. So I would work all day Wednesday. And then by 8 o'clock the next morning, they would call me because they would have a route with no text. Or they would have so much extra work, they'd be an entire another route that would need to be picked up. Oh, and yeah. So you were, you were having to work your off days. Yeah. Full routes, though. Not like, hey, can you get this job? Or, hey, like, if technicians weren't going to be late, they didn't call the on-call guy. It didn't make any sense. It was it to me. It made no sense to call them out for that. And in the beginning, they never did that. But like I said, in the end, they were calling you for full routes. They were calling um, for missed and lates. Dude, there was fucking jobs in the pool because guys would pull a PhD on them, see that they're failing, and they'd be five to sevens or four to sixes, and they would fucking throw them back. And the on call would get fucking called out. Because this tech wasn't going to fucking make a job. And now that technician, the on-call tech, is fucking out there for two, three hours trying to fix a nightmare house. Because somebody else, I don't know. To me, on-call was just abused so poorly. I mean, I'm sure you can tell by my attitude. I'm like a beaten child. It's just such a, it was so poorly orchestrated. Uh, We could never get a justification on when it's justifiable to get called out. I remember when I was working as a service tech that the, on Sundays, remember I said, I love that Sunday through Thursday shift when I was a tech and I had it just about the whole time I was there outside of, you know, the beginning six months, I was Tuesday through Saturday, I think. And one other time I was, I had knee surgery one time. And when I come back, they made me work it for six months. But other than that, I was Sunday through Thursday. I remember every Sunday they would call in like I was in Georgia. So there was only two of us down there and I don't, and we usually didn't have a ton of work. Like we'd have a, a route, but we didn't have a ton of work because our, like we had one system, part of our system that was almost brand new. We didn't have problems there. We had another part of our system that we really didn't have a lot of connects. Right. Because there was a new company that came in had built the fiber of the home system and they were taking a lot of, a lot of people. So like our area was kind of, it wasn't busy. Right. So, but every fucking Sunday, the supervisor would call in the on-call guy and send him to Georgia every Sunday. And it was so fucked up, man. It was like, ah, dude, because what would happen is that he would run these trouble calls and he just wants to get done and go home. Right. Yeah. So he would fuck around these trouble calls and then we'd get him as repeats on like Wednesday or Thursday. Right. Every week regardless who it was. And Jesus. to me, that was kind of counterproductive. Yeah, 100%. So, and not every one of them was a repeat, but like a lot of them, like, he, and you get over there and like, he cut, they code it like replace DTA and there's a fucking 59 line feeding through a window sill, you know, or whatever. Yeah. 
So, so yeah, the, the, the service tech side on call, like the only thing I can see justifiable really, like you kind of said was like drop downs to me, aren't even really justifiable for a residential customer. And I mean, yeah, we're in and, unless it's a hazard and it's like blocking the road or something, you know what I'm some shit like that. Right. And that's what I was going to say. It's usually for us. It was always, it was some type of um, obstruction. Yeah, it'd have to be something that would cause a problem, like for other people, but not not necess- not just because they're off for a day. I mean, that shit happens. But like for the system side of things, like you got that that affects more people. So you do get called out for other. Now I was called out a lot of times, um, and I never cared to go on these, like because if I had to be on call anyway, service techs. Like we had this this system where I worked that was a one way plant. It was on, only had forward signal there's no return path up there and yeah it was a piece of shit you ever seen 440 mc squared cable it looks like a giant fucking piece of rg11 with like with uh you know the the foil jacket around it like the hard line no but the name of it all i can think of is like little albert einstein on the box like with the two little gun fingers pointing (laughs) at you well if you barely touch this shit's so old they haven't used it in years and years but when i was up there like when you were coring it trying to put a connector on it just to keep the shit running because you'd have a crack or something like it would just fall apart like it was straight fucking it was garbage like I, i remember i remember trying to get a connector on one one time and i ended up having to put like two straight splices in it just to reach the fucking tap because i kept breaking the shit Jesus. like it was so fucked up i remember back in the day trying to cut a connection and having that happen to the dielectric it would just continuously like fall out and you'd be like what the fuck's happening yeah <laughs> i don't no, know it, if you ever came across that but i've seen i remember uh i remember like cutting connectors in the in the winter and a c- cable so cold it would like snap yeah fuck off don't even don't yeah even. but but anyway, uh, moving on, like, but that system up there, like, it has a one-way system. Well, if there was a service guy on call, and every now and then, like, I don't understand why they would do this, but they would call, like, if it was around 6, 7, 8 o'clock, they would call the service guy for a trouble call up there. Well, the only fucking thing that's usually wrong up there is the fucking system, because it's a piece of shit, right? Mm. So as soon as they got the trouble call, they would call me, and I'd have to go up there with them. And the best you could do is just try to balance it out just enough to give them, you know, negative 15 at the box and pray it works. Cause that shit was fucked. Like it was fucked. Now I've heard that since then they've rebuilt that whole thing up there. I don't know if they did or not, but with that being said, it was so fucked up. Like you just did the best you could. Like we'd put amps behind TVs and shit just to try to make it work. So we'd get the fuck out of there. We would actually tell people like, just get direct TV. You'll be better off. Like, there was a guy up in northern Maine who used to hand out DirecTV pamphlets. That's fucking epic, dude. Dude, it was. I'm pretty sure he got fired, which makes sense. Um, or yeah, no, but that's... I don't think he did get fired. I think they he might have got promoted. Either way. <laughs> uh, that, that sounds like some Comcast shit. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? God. Uh... But, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's changed so much. Um so I went from having on call and being fucking crazy balls to the walls, fucking kiss your week goodbye. Any fucking day off you had, you were working um, and it was going to be shitty. They were going to fucking abuse you. Like, dude, it was to the point where dispatchers weren't even again. This is not all dispatchers. Just um, they were just fucking abuse it. 
they'd be like, uh, yeah, I can't get a text to take this. I'm just going to call the on-call guy. It's like, no, that's not how that fucking works. I don't know. I, again, it was just, it, it's changed so much, but, but there was, there was relief for me and it was a weird, I don't know. I've never seen the company do it. I don't understand how it worked in the back end. I think it was more of one of those like, hey, at the end of the day, if you don't pick up work, it's coming back. But they actually took on call away the last year that I was at Comcast. Really? A hundred percent gone. On call did not exist. Um, for the service techs. For the service techs, correct. Plant techs, I don't really think that's ever not going to be a thing, unfortunately, for them because when service is out, it needs to be back up. But that's why they also make a lot more money than technicians do. Well, you know, that you know, I've, I've met, I, I'm real good friends with a guy that's been doing like I was only a service tech for two years, I didn't like it, it was not for me. I, I, I figured it out like once I was thrown to the wolves, I figured out how to do it, but I didn't like it, I wasn't happy with it, I didn't like my daily routine. I didn't yeah. like the fucking bullshit that went with it. I didn't like having to answer to a guy that was my supervisor as a system tech. The first one I had, the one that hired me, I respected him. I didn't respect the second one. Is <laughs> like, that the one that called you sport? No, no. That's when I was building fiber. But I respected my first system tech supervisor. But when he he hired me and three months later he got promoted to like an operations manager in another area. Mm -hmm. The guy that took us over, he was just a yes man. So yeah. whatever his boss said to him, he wouldn't go to bat for you. He was just, just do it. Just, just deal it. And he would like be real panicky about it, you know? Yeah. And I was like, fuck that man. Grow some. Like I just, whenever I got in that situation, I was just fucking unhappy. Well, yeah. I was supposed to have six months in the field before they put me on call. As soon as my first supervisor took off, well, and took that other job, this guy gets in and he immediately put me on the on-call rotation. I still don't know what the fuck's going on. My first night outage was a nightmare, dude. I was out for like five hours. Oh, and that fuck is, that. And that in itself was like, and he wouldn't answer the phone either. I'm what like, dude, fuck? I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, I really didn't. So, like, that in itself was like, fuck this. Now, I hung in there for a while, but I didn't like it. But I got a buddy that's been doing this shit for ever, okay? And he's had multiple situations where he could go be a supervisor or whatever, and he always turns it down because I'm shocked at and found a reason to get rid of him because he's been there for like 30 years, right? He's my he's capped off at the most money that he can make at that job, right? Yep. So he's he's making big money doing it. So I can see him, you know, just dragging that out for a while. But with that being – and him knowing exactly where everything is in the area he's in, he's been in it for so long. You know what I mean? Yeah. So his job's probably not too bad. But my he's older now. His kids are grown. You know, he don't – you know, it's a different dynamic. Me at the time, I had, I was a single dad with two, two babies, really. Like, let's see, at that time, Zachary was four – and Bryce, well, no, Zachary was three. Bryson was four. I remember one night, you know, my dad helps me a lot with my kids sometimes, you know. And yeah, at the time, I couldn't leave my boys with my dad because he was out of town with his girlfriend. And it was just me. And I got called out with Bryce and Zach sleeping in my floorboard with blankets and pillows in my bucket truck. I'm in the middle of a fucking cow field working on an amp. 
<laughs> so oh, you poor bastard. So that that was the straw that broke the camel's back, though. That's when I went in and said, "Hey, fuck you! I'm not doing this anymore." But <laughs> that that on call shit was, dude. It, it was so. I understand people need what they're paying for. I understand, especially businesses. I definitely understand businesses. If you got three or four or five modems off on a street, that shit can wait a few hours till it's daylight. I believe it can. Yeah. But they, they make a big deal out of it. And I understand it to a degree, but, you know, that shit really sucks. And I'm glad I don't do it anymore. You could pay me a million dollars a year and I wouldn't do it. Um, I call bullshit on that. No, I don't. I wouldn't fucking do it. I for promise a million I fucking it. dollars a year. For a million fucking dollars, I wouldn't do it. I would rather go and get paid eight fifty an hour, stand at McDonald's and say, do you want fries with that? Yeah. No, you're right. Fuck it. I don't at least that way I'm getting, some, I'm getting a couple free chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> That's another story for another day, buddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, no, like I said, I, when I left it, it didn't exist anymore. I think what it ended up coming down to, it was technicians were constantly trying to get rid of on call because it just wasn't worth it. And then Comcast turned around and was like, Hey, guess what we're going to do? We're going to change it from 150. I believe it went to 200. Nobody quote me on it. Um, I believe it went to 200. And then I'm like, all right still doesn't change anything because they put that number up to 200 but dude the amount of shit you got called out for because now you were you 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 were more expensive so they were gonna fucking use you when you got called out and so i think they just got to the point where i was like you know what fuck it let's just try stopping it see if it works make technicians happier um and i don't know how well it worked out for them in the back end but it worked out good for the techs because the techs weren't getting on call or they weren't having to do on call anymore. But the good news is those techs who didn't want it on call still plenty of time to, or plenty of work to buffer the overtime. So no matter what, they always still got their overtime. So to me, again, it was just a waste. Never saw a benefit to it, whether you were the technician who needed it or you're the technician who fucking didn't want anything to do with it. It was just a joke. Granted, the job that I have now, which just like you, I I try very hard not to discuss too much, but I don't have on call, but my phone can go off at any time of the night and I could get called out to anything. I don't care now. I fucking love my job. (laughs) Again, I hate saying it because fucking there's probably like new cable technicians on here. They're like, yay, cable. I fucking... Uh (laughs) dude i made the best decision of my life by walking away and fucking starting a new job because i am so much happier as a person now that's not saying that it's fucking truly a shitty horrible fucking job because there are a bazillion jobs out there that are worse i mean you could be literally fucking sucking shit out of you know shitters but I don't know, dude. I, I, I love going to work every day. So even when my boss calls me, whether it's, you know, five o'clock in the afternoon or fucking two in the morning, I don't give a shit because I know I'm appreciated. I know I'm going to get the money that I fucking deserve to go out and do it. Um, <laughs> let's put it like this. This is the kind of company I work for. My boss went to a house to, um, kind of do like a walkthrough or an audit and while he was there he ended up fixing some things long story short the customer ended up giving him a 300 dollars tip 
um, at the time, the office I worked out of, we only had three three people out of that office. And he fucking called us and he was like, you're never going to believe what happened, blah, blah, blah. My boss, the owner's son, took that $300 and split it between all of his employees. Um, that, that's to me, good. that's amazing. Yeah. That is something that doesn't exist. I truly, and just for the record, so everybody knows, I don't even think my boss knows I do a podcast. Um, so I'm not kissing ass at all. It's truly a company that makes you feel like family. It's a company that I want to wake up every fucking day and go to and bust my ass for. It's that job that I want to stay those two hours late, two hours later to make sure we can be that one step ahead. Dude, I didn't have that passion with Comcast. I didn't have that passion as a cable technician because what I got in return, it wasn't worth it. I, I'll go through hell and back for this company because I know no matter what I do for them, I will always see my return. Um, and I don't feel it was the same with them. No, man. And, and since you went that, that far, like that, I, you know, I remember when I was a system tech on call, the, the people that called you, was it, was it called tech? Was it tech? Was it, they called it something. Well, these people would call you and you'd always get this asshole fucking woman, like Karen jr. And she was always like real fucking proper and to the point. And she's like, you need to be here. You got 30 minutes to get there. We need this on now. Kind of like bitchy about it, right? Oh, like, uh, what did you call it? Was it called tack? Uh, we called it the knock. No, I think it, well, I, I was at charter when I was a maintenance tech. I think it was a, called the tack or something. So knock, I know like I had a technician buddy who ended up working for another company, an elevator company, and they monitored the, like, I guess in like New York City, they're, elevators have like little tvs in them since you have to go fucking 100 floors you can watch tv but if one of them goes down this is the company that monitor it and he even called it a knock so i'm pretty sure it's called a knock it, it, I, it, I don't know they called it know. something i ain't gonna hold me to that because it's been years i don't remember what it was but you'd have this woman call you she was always bitchy like the the morale like and i realized this really early on too I will say this. There is a difference, and I will call out because I don't give a shit. There is a difference between Comcast and Charter in terms of how they do things. When I was at Comcast, like, you were required. You had a certain level that you had to kind of meet. You had metrics at Charter, but they didn't really mean as much. They Like, at Comcast, you were held accountable for what you were supposed to be doing, right? Like, m weekly, daily, monthly, like, you know. They your QCs mattered, like how you did your jobs mattered. Yeah. Chartered it, chartered didn't care. So like the morale was really, really, really bad. Does that make sense? Yeah. And and when you're the morale's already bad, and then nobody cares what anybody's really fucking doing as long as it's working. And then you're thrown out on your own. You don't fucking at first didn't know what was going on. Then you realize what's going on. And then every other week you're thrown out in the middle of the night. You're paying your bills, but barely. I mean, what the fuck's good about it? See, and this is one of those moments again where I wish, you know, because there has to be somebody out there higher up listening to, I mean, not saying that somebody has to be listening to us, but there has to be somebody out there that can fucking have some type of input on this because I am going to just go with the whiny bitch term. I just have that mindset. I was a technician. You were a technician. You were a plant technician. 
every technician across the board, not every technician, most technicians across the board are bitter, bitter about it. And they get angry because again, I know I used the analogy before, but I feel like mommy and daddy have this huge thing to say to you, but they can only give you 10% of it because they don't think you can handle the rest of it. And I always fucking hated that. And I feel like that's just how it's, how it's treated. It's you're just fucking a, a giant man child. So it's like, I, I just, I need to hear the reasons behind all of it. I, I need to know why it happened. So if anybody fucking out there can answer any of these questions that me and Jesse have, whether they're about fucking lovely data caps or fucking <laughs> on call, it's so, and I, in the worst part, or your part bullshit is, dude, metrics, or your bullshit metrics. And this is the best part. And this is the part that fucking, Dude, that's all half these guys want to fucking know. That's the worst part. That's what they're pissed off about. Why the fuck am I getting on call and getting called out for an entire route? Why is he even getting fucking scheduled if a person's not supposed to be fucking working? Why do I have this fucking metric that's almost impossible to hit when it's something that's 100% out of my control? And then on top of it, you're making me do this other fucking scan, even though you can already see everything in the back end. Fucking why? Just give these guys answers because I never fucking got answers. So I told them to fuck off and I was done. So you want to talk about building these fucking great companies and working for, you know, these great American fucking companies start there because you fucking talk to your employees and tell them what's going on and give them reasons why they're doing things. Because if you explain to somebody why they're being forced to do something they don't want to do, at least you're giving them a reason instead of saying, just fucking do it. Because you know what, dude? There is zero fucking trust there when you can't even explain why I need to do something. To follow blindly, it does not lead to anything positive. Nothing. No, it, and you, I'm going to wrap up with this. I think we've had enough bitching over on-call. We'll go yeah, ahead and agree. I'm starting to get a little flustered. On-call <laughs> sucks. There's really no upside over money outside of money and the money's not always great and the um, money's not even worth the fucking aggravation not the headache no like it's not it if you want to i'll leave i'll leave it with this you you talked about you're happy with what you're doing now i'm pretty happy with what i'm doing now granted i'm still kind of connected to the industry just on a different way hey, dude i actually disconnected an xfinity modem today because the fucking guy ran it through a fucking windowsill and I had to fucking jump off the modem, so I had to bring a gel cat five from the outside in. And fucking, I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm leaving this, so I fixed it. So I actually had to cut the connector off and recut a new one today. Oh, right on! Look, yeah, Drew's yeah. Drew, Drew the cable guy. Oh, uh, hey, we gotta put, we gotta give you a state, we gotta give you a standing ovation for that. <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, <laughs> with that being said, I, I think. You talked about how you're happy with what you're doing. I'm pretty happy with what I'm doing. My, my morale's pretty good. Your morale's pretty good. If these cable operators really want to help these guys and they really want to get the best out, the way to get the best out of people is not by shitting on them. No. The way to get the best out of people is appreciating them, educating them. And treating and, them like fucking human beings and not a and number. And not just a number. Yep. Don't fucking treat your employees like a number because once you start doing that, you lose all respect. And Absolutely. I hate saying it. That's what they're doing. Well, man, right. let's just say this out loud. On call fucking sucks. Yep. <laughs>
it's fucking terrible. Um, no more shitty fucking topics. I'm glad we cover them because, again, I truly fucking hope somebody listens to this and goes, ah, shit. And then hopefully somebody's life slightly changes by it. Whether Hopefully it's not for the worse, but, um, but you're right. <laughs> I, I think that's a good wrap up on call. I don't think we can really get any more in depth on it. Um, yeah. Anything else? No, man, I'm good. All right. All right, guys. We'll catch you next time. Tune in next week, and uh, we'll catch you then. See ya. Later. Like what you just heard? Then don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Me and Jesse have a new episode for you every Monday. And every Wednesday, we drop a new cable short. Want to drop us a line? You can email us at catvtechtalk at gmail.com or you can call us at 302-YAP-CATV. That's 302-927-2288. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget, crawling, climbing, drilling, and driving is just the beginning.